this week's Friday conversation. I sincerely hope that your house has not been blessed with this horrible stomach plague that hit our house. I think we're on day 10 of this ridiculous stomach illness. It seems to hit each person just a little bit differently in our house. And you know, the weirdest part about it is it kind of catches you off guard because with our kids, you think they're better and then they get sick again. And real mom talk now, I don't know about you, but nine times out of 10, I don't wash things that have been victim to their stomach plague. I'm sorry, but I will buy you a new pillow. I'll buy you new underwear. I just can't stomach putting that in the washer. Nope, I'm not doing it. I'm on a budget just like most moms, and but there's just some things that aren't worth being frugal over. If you watched my Instagram stories earlier this week, you would have heard me talk just a little bit about this illness and the fact that my husband was ripping off baseboards at midnight to clean up after my son projectiled all over our hallway. I'm not even kidding. It is so gross. Well, I'm determined to spend the entire day today disinfecting my house and killing this thing off. I'm over it, you guys. Just officially done with this sickness. Now on to less gross things. I'm not going to lie to you. I was pretty nervous to interview my next guest, as she was one of the guests on my bucket list that I'd actually never met in person. I came across Julia's Instagram page in the summer, and I fell absolutely in love with her and her family. Their honest and beautiful personality of her and her kids is infatuating. She shared her family's journey and it just really connected with me. Whether it's her stories or her beautiful music, something just really hit my soul. I have to say, when I met her in person for our recording, I wasn't disappointed. She really is amazing and I instantly felt like I had known her for years. I hope you are touched by her story and you really enjoy this week's Friday conversation with Julia. I am extremely excited to have Julia with me here um, recording a podcast episode. I have been following along with Julia's journey on Instagram for a while now, and she is fantastic. So the things that she posts, the story is just very real. Her family is very interesting to follow along with her kids (laughs) and her story. So I encourage you to follow along with her and keep up with her family and see what she's up to. Um, Julia is here with me, and I would like to start off by chatting a little bit about you. So let's just chat about how do you describe yourself if someone asks you? Um, (laughs) it depends who's asking me, (laughs) but I'm a musician. I'm going to school to become a life coach right now, which I'm super excited about. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I'm super passionate about family and my faith. So life coach so what exactly does that entail I'm interested it's so cool it's basically you hire a life coach in the sense of um, so a counselor would be like dealing with something from your past you know to the present and right a life coach more deals with your present into your future okay so people will hire me to and we'll go on like a six or twelve week journey together okay and um, really just work through different goals that you have or I really want to work with women who want to get deeper into their relationship with God so just setting different goals and moving through whatever they okay whatever those goals are for them so motivating and an encourager and kind of accountability a bit yeah and someone just to kind of come alongside you and help you get to the next thing that you're that's really cool yeah I like that it's really exciting I'm having a lot of fun (laughs) with it so how long have you been working towards that I started school in October okay be done in April wow yeah congrats that's cool yeah that's awesome okay so you I think all moms run a circus and (laughs) you have a bit of a circus at your house you do so tell me a little bit about your circus uh I've got a three-year-old crazy wild child who I love, Zoe. 
she's amazing. And then I've got a two-year-old just turned two in November. Her name is Malachiya, and she has a couple diagnoses. So she's um, medically complex or additional needs, whatever you want to say. And so it's definitely <laughs> a circus. It's a circus. Yeah. yeah. There's lots going on. And what's the dynamic between your two kids? They love each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cute to watch. I think when I had kids and we wanted them really close together, I had a certain image in my head of what that would look like or how they would play together. Yeah. You know, and it's a lot different because Malachi with her... um, with what she's got. She doesn't walk. She doesn't crawl. She doesn't really roll very often. She can sit, but we often, we need a pillow behind her because she can flop over really easy. So what I had in my mind is a lot different than what is, but it's beautiful and it's so fun to watch. They love playing together and they love just hanging out, but it's not them running around. No, it's different. Yeah. So Zoe's very good with with that like as far as knowing what she can (laughs) and can't do kind of with her sister so it's a good balance (laughs) it's a hit and miss she is so energetic and so rowdy I can imagine that would be a little bit challenging it is but (laughs) But it's good they are learning to share better (laughs) and it's good yeah yeah um, I love love stories, and I'm curious to hear a little bit about you and your husband. How did you guys meet? Tell me about your story. We actually met in 2010, I believe. Okay. And so uh, my parents had actually just separated, and I wanted to get away, <laughs> and so I went to work at a Bible camp that I had never been to. My okay. best friend had been there for years and was like, come with me. So I did, and I actually met his brother, his mom, and his dad before I met him. He was oh, well. working at the camp. But his Generally, brother, people meet the families after. after. Yeah, right. took it the other way. Hey, that's a good approach. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so I worked with his dad and his brother all summer. Okay. And met his mom, obviously. And then that fall, um, the director of the camp was like, you have no plan for your life. Come work for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I became a youth intern at his church. Okay. And moved to the town, the little small town of Robin, Manitoba, and that's okay. where they lived. So wow. that's kind of our beginning. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So um, on Instagram, fairly recently, you kind of shared a little bit of a story um, about your husband, about a scary incident that had happened with him mm-hmm. a while back. And I'm hoping you can share a little bit about that with us and kind of just explain to us what happened and what he went through. Yeah, so after about um, a year and a little bit of dating, we started dating after like a week of knowing each other. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Look at you, (laughs) though. And then we were long distance because he worked far away and then would come back for a couple days kind of thing and then work away again. And so um, we were doing this long distance thing and then he was driving home from Winnipeg, which is... Like, I don't even know how many hours away from his town. Yeah. Like six or eight or something. And he fell asleep at the wheel with a buddy in the car. And they actually hit a semi head on. So he drifted into the other lane and they collided or whatever. And it took the people two hours to get him out of the car. Wow. It was insane. It was like, there are so many miracles that surround this story. Cause if he would have been a little bit further ahead, he would have landed in water and likely, like, I don't think he would have survived. It was yeah end of November and cold and yeah. like, you probably would have froze. And, uh, the dash of the truck that he was driving was touching the seat that he was sitting in. Like if you see pictures from it, like there's no room wow. for him to be there, but they still got him out and he didn't break any bones or That's crazy. It's crazy. And he had seventy six stitches on his head. <sighs> and you can't even tell. There was a doctor he the crash happened between two really small, small towns. Okay. And um a doctor had just moved to this small town from another country or something and he was actually one of the top plastic surgeon or like top medical people <laughs> in his country and moved here to the small town and wow. like was just trying to get his yeah it was it's crazy so he's the one that fixed him up and you can't even tell if you look at his face like you can't tell that 
it happened. It's crazy, the whole thing. Wow. Yeah, so he was in the hospital for, I think, like a month-ish. Okay. <laughs> My memory's really it's bad. foggy. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't remember any of that month. He's lost wow. his memory for that time. Yeah. And That's crazy. He had a huge recovery period. I can imagine. Obviously. Yeah, he had to go to physio for a really long time, like over a year, I think. And then um, he had knee surgery following and yeah he's got a crazy story wow but like all in all like he's alive and oh, yeah. well like that's insane plan. <laughs> yeah no kidding yeah, that's insane time. yeah wow awesome and okay so in addition to your husband having a crazy story you mentioned a little bit about your daughter so can you maybe tell us a little bit more about um her condition and maybe just about her story yeah, so she has something called hypotonia and GDD. Okay. So GDD is global developmental delay. Okay. And hypotonia is really low muscle tone. So everyone has muscle tone. We're all on the scale somewhere. Okay. And if you're in the 1 to 5 range, like if the scale is 1 to 100, the one, if you're in 1 to 5, you have hypotonia. And so she has a mild to extreme case. She has it in all four limbs and a little bit in her throat and um, in her core as well. So things like walking mm -hmm. or crawling, sitting, eating, things like that are just a lot harder for her because okay. she doesn't have the muscle tone to support herself or to do those things. So she's, like I said, she just turned two in November and mm -hmm. she's... Now she's learning to talk quite a bit, but we've done a lot of sign language with her okay. because she wasn't talking for a very long time. Yep. And, um, yeah, so she's got a gait trainer that is helping her walk, but she Which not. is incredible. It is. It's amazing. It's so cool that stuff like that exists. Yes. I think it's awesome. And I'm so thankful to live in Canada, in yep. Saskatchewan especially. She has AFOs, which is uh, ankle foot orthotics right yes and so they're little braces that go all along the bottom of her foot and up to her knee okay and in saskatchewan they're free and in some of the groups i'm in people pay like three thousand four thousand dollars wow and you have to keep getting them as they as grow. they grow like it's crazy <sighs> she needs like special shoes right and the gate trainers can be you know, 3000 to 5000 bucks. Yeah. It's crazy. So I'm very thankful to live where we do. Yes. But yeah, she's a trooper. And GDD is um, just that delay mentally. Okay. But I'm really praying that they will take back that diagnosis. I personally don't think she's delayed. She is so smart. Yeah. You can tell she knows what is happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... Um, I think the main reason they diagnosed her with that is because of her speech. But okay. that's also very common with hypotonia in your throat. Because right. Because those Muscles, cords and yeah. whatever just aren't developing. So right. We actually have an assessment here at the end of the month. Okay. I'm going to ask them about it. Yeah. But, yeah. Wow. So and so what kinds of... Um, things have you done like different specialists and different types of therapies and things have you done for her so far with this process we've done quite a bit she's um when we first kind of were getting into it she had an ultrasound on her brain her oh. soft spot was really big okay as a baby her head was off the charts too big okay like, it wasn't 99th percentile it was like way off the charts. okay <laughs> oh so, boy yeah so her soft spot was really big for a long time because okay. it, her skull just wasn't keeping up with the size or however that works i don't know <laughs> anyway so um they thought there was going to be lots of fluid and buildup, which would have caused a lot more problems um so we've had that done and then we've had an mri and we've had i don't even know what um a neurologist specialist that okay. we met with we're waiting on a specialist to take x-rays of her hips and her legs to see if there's any short muscles or yeah nerves or anything or her legs don't sit right okay or they don't sit the typical way <laughs> so <laughs> we want to look into that a little bit more but we've got about 15 appointments a month right now oh my goodness so it's a lot we go to physio wow. twice a month ot twice a month we go to speech once a month we have someone from esip 
um, early childhood intervention. Okay. They come to our house once a week, which is amazing. That is neat. Yeah. So, so that all adds up. That <laughs> is a lot. Like, it is, yeah. And it's, I'm always commenting about the fact that, so because I have four kids, like I feel like I'm always, you know, the dentist, the, you know, all totally. these things. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like I, I couldn't hold a full-time job right now just because of the appointment. So I can't even imagine, like, it's good that you're able to right now have some time that you are more available as far totally. as being home with them because I can't imagine like trying to hold a full-time scheduled job and make all these appointments. I honestly don't know how people do I it. don't like, because that's incredible like it just would be so hard yeah that absolutely I, I can't imagine how people that go through different things like that still manage to work yeah. so um yeah so they say that a mother's intuition is exceptional and I'm wondering with your situation um with Kaya did you feel an intuition or a tug on your heart that just something was different or just wasn't I don't know I don't want to say the same because like you don't want to put your kids in categories but no, do you know I what I mean like that mean. just something wasn't was different absolutely and I think if I mean obviously if I would know then what I know now I would have acted sooner okay but there were times when I would just look at her and think something is not typical here. Was it fairly early on that you kind of felt that? Yeah. Uh, well, maybe like six to eight months. Okay. Of noticing, she. <laughs> this maybe sounds funny, but she has her mouth open a lot. Okay. And I just thought <laughs> that's interesting. Like, why do you do this? <laughs> and then also her legs are bowed a little bit. Okay. Her knees were never straight, and when I would stand her up, like hold her standing up, her legs didn't like fall straight like mm -hmm. I would assume legs to fall if that makes sense <laughs> and I thought something's up here and then I you know I would talk to family or friends about it and they'd be like oh they'll fix themselves you know every kid is different and it's just whatever. right and I just let those comments be like okay yeah brush it off probably right yeah yeah I'm probably overreacting or whatever but at about nine months maybe nine or ten months when she had one of her checkups, I just said, you know, I'm really, like, she's not sitting up, she's not uh, moving, she's not crawling yet. Some of the milestones not, that yeah, you like figure was nothing. It was just she should have, yeah. Yeah, it was like she was still a two-month-old Right, at that point. and being the second child, you're yeah. thinking, you're naturally comparing your kids, totally. right? Because you're like, well, she did this at this age, and exactly. well, how come you're not? <laughs> and Zoe was so far ahead, like, she was very quick. Okay. Things. So she was sitting up at six months. Yeah. She, You know, she was walking at nine or ten months or yeah. something. Yeah. So it was a very different experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and looking back, I think I would have gone to the doctor if I would have been more confident in my motherhood. Yeah. But I just didn't know what to do or what to expect. And none of us do. No. So, I mean, we're, it is what it is. We're winging it. <laughs> let's be honest. We yeah. all are. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So some of the biggest hurdles. So you talked about speech. So you said she's starting to to talk a lot more yes she just started saying zoe's name she oh, says wow. <laughs> oh wow which is very sweet that's and incredible like those things that people often take for granted when you think of kids that are not going through struggles or different things like you think oh well that you know like i say oh my kid my kid doesn't shut up like my kid talks so much yeah but then you take a kid like her and you say wow like it's incredible that she's starting to say words yeah it's just those small little milestones that are incredible and yeah it's interesting to hear other moms talk now because I just see everything in such a different light yeah and so many moms and with the best heart yeah they will say oh I wish my kid would stop growing so fast and I'm I agree like it's they grow so fast yes but on the other hand I'm also like I would give anything for my kid to be able to climb on the play structure like yeah this is. you know what I mean so the things that moms say unintentionally yes. like that hurt my heart because yes. I'm like you are so lucky that you know what I mean yeah they're not, not trying really to too, but I at the kids, same time it yeah yeah it can hit you the wrong way for yeah. sure oh yeah yep <laughs> um so how do you feel that her her needs have affected you emotionally and mentally as a mom like how do you feel like this journey has affected you it's been a lot 
harder than I ever would have thought possible. Um, mentally, it just takes so much of my brain space. <laughs> and when I think ahead to things like, you know, Zoe's in preschool this year, and yeah. I would love to put Kaya in preschool next year, but mm-hmm. what preschool is going to take her because of her condition and those kind of things get me because I would love for her and her sister to be in preschool together next year but I don't think it can happen unless I'm in the room with them or something you know what I mean yeah so that kind of stuff is really hard um just not knowing there's so many unknowns and she could when she's five she could be playing in the gym and talking and totally fitting in in that way or I could still be carrying her everywhere and you know like we just, just don't know which so way many, it's gonna go so is there resources specifically for the conditions that she has like in Saskatchewan is this something that they they deal with regularly have you met other families that have the same I haven't but okay. hypotonia is often a symptom it's not the alone diagnosis okay so we're in the middle of genetic testing still to see if there's another thing that's causing this or if okay. it's a standalone hmm. yeah so there's so many things that are still to be yeah we're still right in the yeah. unknown season yeah so it's definitely a lot of prayer hard. and yes <laughs> yeah yeah we're blessed with a lot of great family who have really that's... come alongside and really helped yeah with everything and that's such a blessing have you had experiences at the children's hospital yet we've been there once just for blood work okay most of our testing was before it opened yeah yeah so it's a beautiful place yeah like i was gonna say like i haven't had to be there for anything yet my daughter has a specialist appointment on monday there but what is the when you walk in the building like does it feel like is there a different vibe there than when you're walking into a regular hospital yeah it's much more um creative i would say yeah well that's a good word for it visually very fun yeah um yeah creative there's you know big bears or (laughs) like a wall is painted like really nice yeah I don't know how to explain it yeah but it's definitely it doesn't have that hospital gross feeling yeah you know you walk into the ER and you're in the hospital right but this is definitely like more of a fun zone (laughs) as fun as fun as as the hospital I guess they did a really good job though it's really nice um so I also remember seeing coming across something um about the kindness of strangers that you posted and the story blew me away so I'm hoping you can share um the story that you encountered recently in your life with Kaya so back in the summer my mother-in-law in Roblin was walking downtown or something and ran into a woman then they started talking I don't know what their relationship is but they're not best friends or anything. (laughs) And uh, they started connecting over the fact that they both have grandchildren that are special needs. Okay. And this woman said, that is an expensive, hard road, and I want to bless your children with $500. And she wrote her a check, which was insane. So my mother-in-law called us or whatever and told us, and we are like, I cried. Yeah. (laughs) That is just so nice. Like, wow. And then fast forward a few months and we started talking about the gate trainer. And like I said, they're between, you know, 3,000, 5,000 bucks. And so we started looking at different ones, seeing what Kaya would benefit from, what she needed, what she was comfortable with. Because there are so many different kinds. And is it like a size situation where like she's gonna need lots of different ones yes oh man yeah so she (sighs) the type that she has comes in extra small to extra large so she's in a small but as she grows she's gonna just keep needing the bigger ones you know and hypotonia isn't something that you can cure so it's something that she'll always have she'll just gain as much strength as her body can right and we don't know what that limit is so I say that she'll always need them, but who knows? Right. Maybe she won't. Yeah. You know. Anyway, so we finally found one that she really did well in and seemed to really fit well in. And 
was excited about, and it was $3,000. I thought it was going to be like $1,500, and then they gave me the paper, and I was like, okay, so I'm going to have to do some fundraising, or like, Ugh. how do people yeah. pay for this? So um, we had gone back and forth about it of how we were going to pay, if we should fundraise first, if I should put on a benefit concert, if I should, you know, like just what yeah. what to do. And we called the insurance company and they were like, no, it's not a necessary thing. Like, we don't help pay for it. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, this is for my daughter to walk. It's necessary. I was so mad. Yeah. Um, so it came to the day that we were going to order it and I just went online and I was kind of complaining, kind of asking on a few different groups, like, what do you do? And I can't believe this is happening and this is the gate trainer that we need or whatever. And someone tagged me in a different group and said, this person is selling the exact gate trainer. Like, maybe it's still available. So I jumped on that and started talking to this woman. And she was selling the exact size, the exact attachments, the exact like brand, everything that we were looking for yeah. for $500. Wow. It was just such a god moment. Yeah. It, like I cried and Of course cried. you did. <laughs> like I'm tearing up oh. right now and I we were just so excited and it's actually it came from the town that I grew up in, Swift Current, which is another super weird <laughs> Like God thing. Wow. So I hopped on Facebook and I was like, is anyone from Swift coming up to Saskatoon in the next few days? And the realtor that had sold my dad's house, my dad passed away in March. And so we hired a realtor, obviously, to sell his house. And he saw my post somehow and texted me and was like, I'm coming up like in the morning or today or something. I forget. And he brought it up for us and so what should have been like a three thousand dollar touch and a month-long wait came that next day and it was basically free because of that woman's generosity wow yeah insane that is such a cool story like yeah it's still it blows me away i'm the second time <laughs> hearing it it's very cool kind of gives yeah. me goosebumps yeah oh. so I know you talked a bit about music and faith. I, I get the sense just from following you on Instagram that they're a huge part of your life. Yeah. So maybe can you touch a little bit about um, the role that they've played in your life and your family's life? Yeah, music has always been something that I've been passionate about and love to do. It's always been an outlet for me. Yeah. I've been writing music since I was like... 10 or something yeah yeah and I've so I've put out a few albums that I've made while I've been living in Saskatoon and I've worked at um, Ebenezer Baptist Church yeah and then I went to Awakening Out Mormon yeah for a little while and now I'm working at Connect Church that means at TCU and it is the most life-giving thing that I can ever do I love leading worship I love um anything to do with music really <laughs> I always say that like if given the opportunity I would way rather be leading worship somewhere than being on a stage doing what the pop stars do or whatever yeah you know, like I, I love obviously connecting to people through my own stuff but yeah. a lot of my own stuff is more singer songwriter yeah kind of vibe and, um, yeah, I don't know how people get through life without Jesus, especially with this kind of situation. Like, I don't know where I would be without my faith and without God helping me through. And, like, those little moments of the $500 gift yeah. given for the gate trainer, like, that, those kind of moments just shine his kindness and remind me that he sees us and he's with us and he is supporting us as much as he can you know and yeah he knows he knows Kaya he made Kaya he knows her heart and my heart and he is there and 
I don't know how people get through the days with things like this without faith. So being able to worship is such a blessing for me. And then being able to be paid for it is like incredible because it obviously helps our household income and helps us be able to afford things like yeah (laughs) things you need yeah and I know like it is definitely like when you're going through challenges it is hard sometimes I find for me like I had some hard times and I found it difficult to sometimes difficult to worship yeah and it sometimes was a little bit more like you don't want to say like you're going through the motions but you feel like for me when those hard times you're like I just, I feel like I don't even want to be here, but I need to be here. Mm-hmm. And I went through some of that and it's, it's played a huge role in my life as well. But I definitely find there are those moments where the moments where you probably need to be in that place the most. Yes. And it seems the most difficult. Yeah. It's hard to sing some of the songs. It's hard to, to be in that when you feel like your world is crashing around you. I totally understand that feeling. <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of this past year, um, with my dad's death and then with my daughter's diagnosis, yeah. and then when, you know, when big things like that happen, then all the little things feel like they're big yes. things too. It just keeps piling on. So I had a lot of moments this year where I didn't feel yeah. like worshiping or like yes. getting on stage. But every time that I do, I meet with him in a new way and I am so blessed by his presence and just like being able to soak in worship for me is so powerful and it's where I connect with him the most. I think sometimes, um, you know, God speaks to some people through scripture like hardcore and some through dreams like a lot you know and for me it's worship and so just showing up and being there is what I need in those moments and he continually just showers me with his love through worship so I'm very happy that it's my job because it makes me show up for those (laughs) you know what I mean and I would miss out on so much of his goodness if I just stayed home and (laughs) Which is honestly what I want to do sometimes. Yeah, you just want to curl up. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you know, I think we all have those times where we just feel like we could just curl up. And sometimes we do just curl up in bed. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Sometimes we need to have those days. Um, I firmly believe that as a mom, we can't pour from an empty cup. We we have to take care of ourselves too. We have to provide some self-care in whatever form that comes for each person. Okay. So what kind of a role does self-care per- self-care play <laughs> oh man self-care play in your life <laughs> and what what kinds of things you do for yourself? I love this question. Um I think self-care has become this thing in our culture that it's like going to the spa or taking a weekend to the mountains or like all these fabulous very glamorous kind of things (laughs) and I don't think that's what self-care for me that's not I mean take me to the mountains any day (laughs) I will go but I think for me self-care has really become more setting boundaries and saying no when I know that I don't have the energy to do these things and just making it a priority to as you said you can't pour from an empty cup and I'm a people pleaser to the bone. So it's hard for me to say no. Yeah. You know. So I think self-care for me, it looks a lot like putting, having those boundaries in place and honoring those. Yeah. For kindness for myself. Yes. You know, not to be rude to someone and be like, no, I'm not doing that because that's a dumb idea or whatever. Yes. But... If you say yes to everything, you get burnt out. You really do. You really do. And that's not helpful for anyone. No, it isn't. It's definitely not helpful for your family because I find when you get into that place, your kids can take the brunt of that and you just don't have the energy. The patience. No, you just, you snap a lot more. You're very on edge. Yeah. I feel like we've all been there at some point. Absolutely. But (laughs) I think when we're just go, go, go and we we don't know how to say no to anything we get into that place a lot easier yeah and I think when you're saying yes to everything you also miss out on you know like you lose sleep yeah doing so much stuff and 
having eight hours of sleep or however much your body needs yeah. is self-care. Yes, Getting that sleep. sleep. You know sleep what I mean? is crucial. <laughs> Without it, I become so impatient so quickly. It's yeah. not, not cool. <laughs> well, it's interesting because lately I we went from having such good sleep with our kids to we've hit like a couple of our kids having rocky periods oh, at the hard. same time. Oh, no. <laughs> so like last night I had, we've had kind of a sickness going through our house for the last while and it dominoed through the kids and everyone's like getting better and but it's like you know they weren't sleeping great yeah and then one had a nosebleed and like then one needed to go to the bathroom and then one needs a bottle and it was just like you know, when your sleep's so disrupted I feel like in the morning I'm like did I actually sleep like <laughs> like it's like my husband's like texting me from work he's like good morning I'm like is it is it though is it <laughs> I don't know if it is yet. Yeah. I'll get back to you on that. It's so funny because I feel like when there's you're like in the newborn stage, yeah. you're getting zero sleep and you're like, I'm rocking this. I can, you know, like <laughs> I can live on three hours of sleep. We'll get through the day. Yeah. And then when you're used to sleeping more and yeah. those interruptions happen, I'm just like, I'm done. Yeah. I can't function yeah. at all. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's one of those things that it's just sleep. I, I find sleep so valuable to my... I don't know, just overall personality as a mom. Absolutely. Uh, I've started going to bed at 9 a.m. Wow. (laughs) That's ambitious. And Uh, it's like the best thing. I feel like there's no there's no shame (laughs) in going to bed at nine o'clock. Let me tell you, it's wonderful. Um, so I posted um recently about a mom fail that I had with a tooth fairy, and I don't know. I I, (laughs) so I don't know what happened exactly. I mean, I do know, but I I should have learned from this. Like, I just finished talking to a mom about her tooth fairy mom fail, and I'm like this morning. So he comes upstairs and he's like, Mom, the tooth fairy didn't come. Like, so weird. And I'm like, so I'm texting my husband and I was like, we had a major parenting fail last night. And so here I'm like, he's getting ready. And I'm like, oh, you need to go make your bed. And I stuck my note under his pillow in the meantime. And he was all, he's pretty smart. So I'm surprised he didn't like clue into like this is mom's handwriting or like something like that I'm always thinking it's close like he's gonna figure it out but yeah just like figuring that out but mom fails for me they happen frequently lately I don't know if it's the lack of sleep or just like whatever but do you find you have any of those like mom fail moments please all the time yeah I think my worst one this is so embarrassing to say uh my mother-in-law was over and I was drinking um, coconut rum. Okay. But it's clear, so yeah. it looks like water. Nice. And <laughs> I can see where this is going. <laughs> yep. And so we were just eating dinner, and everyone else had water, and I walked away to get something or whatever, and Zoe, who was like literally two and a half at the time, yeah. wanted water, and Neil just reached and gave her mine. Yeah. And she coughed and hacked up a lung and was like, it was such a commotion oh. and he's like oh that must have went down the wrong way like what's happening here and I was like did you just give her my glass and he's like yeah like what's going on I'm like yeah that's her first shot like cool oops and my mother-in-law witnessed it all so it's oh. like extra fail I feel yeah. like yeah. oh man it was terrible yeah you but know I think we all have those moments I right? think we're human and yeah. I think the sooner we realize that <laughs> these things happen yeah the better right yeah um so what would you say like as a mom when you leave your house I feel like I'm getting better at it but it takes forever like you just constantly have so many things to take and you probably have lots of different things that you need to take when you go places mm-hmm. what three things would you say are a necessity for you when you're leaving the house with your kids oh man snacks yep the snack train. The oh snacks. man. Yeah. Does your car get is your car a mess? Oh, it is a disaster zone. It's I want terrible. one of those vehicles that has a built-in vacuum. Like I want what? what? Yeah, like there's is that a thing? there's some vans that have vacuums, like Every actual vacuums. And I feel like I even honestly like I told my husband that for Christmas I he doesn't want to buy me a vacuum for Christmas ever, but I told him I wanted one of those little dirt devil things yeah. that I could like charge in the house and keep in the car. Yeah. Because I just feel like 
there's goldfish and all kinds of crap everywhere and it makes me so crazy gross. yeah we've got stuffed animals and blankets and oh who knows what in there socks kids <sighs> take their socks yes the what is that i don't it know and then insane. i lose them i get somewhere yeah. and i'm like where are your socks and they're like under the seats and <laughs> yeah yeah kaya will take off her boots and then her afos and then her socks oh so then so when you get anywhere it just... takes you 20 minutes yeah, to and get it's so cold like oh this. man like, can you just not yeah it's awful oh my goodness yeah anyways <laughs> snacks <laughs> snacks definitely they eat up a storm um definitely my phone so i can play some frozen music for them in mm. the car are they into like the new frozen stuff yet i took zoe to the new movie yeah it was her first movie okay yeah very exciting yes but kaya she has some sensory things okay as well, so a theater would not not be, be her place no it no. would not go well so she hasn't seen it no but we got disney plus for christmas Ooh. so she'll see it in when it june or whenever comes it comes out, out. yeah, yeah. oh that's but exciting she asks for one of her words that she has known forever is Anna. Yes, Anna. I saw your video Anna. where she wakes up and those are the words. It's like the first thing out of her saying. mouth. Yeah. It's like good morning. Like, yeah. yeah. She's just obsessed with everything frozen. So do you find with her, like her personality, certain things really shine that her personality, even though she doesn't have that much vocabulary yet. She is hilarious. Yeah. She is so mischievous and like knows that she's super cute. <laughs> So she tries to get away with everything. And yeah. she's, she's hit, like, that terrible two mark. Yeah. Which is exciting for us because we were told, you know, she would be so delayed or whatever. Right. But as soon as she turned two, it was the twos have arrived. <laughs> so she'll fold her arms oh, and she'll give sassy. a big hump. Yeah, because that's how she is. Yeah. But she's so... Like, if she gets in trouble, she cries forever about it because she's not used to it because she's so cute that she gets away with so much. <laughs> and it's hard not to treat her younger than she is because of her delays. Right. And so we're constantly like, if this was Zoe at this age, she right. wouldn't be getting away with this. Yes. You know? Anyways, her personality is so mischievous and hilarious. She loves making people laugh and... Yeah, she's adorable. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know where we started with this I don't know, but I, I got off on a tangent. But we were talking about frozen music. Oh, yes. yes. So awesome snacks frozen. and frozen music. Mm. What else? And the third thing. Um, I mean, right now it's everything winter. Yeah. Because they're always cold, so they each have like, their own blanket. And... I'm, like, feeling, like, I hate winter specifically because of all the extra crap you have to take everywhere to it's put insane. on your kids. And, like, to bundle them up to I'm go over anywhere. it. Yeah. Just over it. I honestly... <laughs> I, I haven't know. left the house with them for a few days because I'm, like, I just don't have the energy and it's so cold. I'm, like, ugh. Yeah, I... Well, I had... Oh, I, the, this week was a, one of those weeks where, like, I started going a little crazy because I hadn't really left the house, oh, and I yeah. didn't really realize it. I basically left to take... We live fairly close to the school, but I drive my kids when it's cold, and, like, my husband That's thinks fair. I'm... He, he says I shouldn't be driving them as often as I do. So occasionally I make them walk. But I was driving my son because it was really cold. And my daughter was homesick. And, like, I'm, like, the only place I went from, like, Tuesday to Thursday was to the garage, in the car, drop him off. I don't even get out. And back home. <laughs> I was, like, man, I feel very, like, cooped up. Like, I haven't really gone, I haven't gone to the store. Like, I haven't done anything. Yeah. So I feel like, wow, when it's cold, it's, like, mm. Yeah, I don't know. It just makes everything so much harder, I feel like. It does. Yeah. Oh, it definitely does. Yeah. So, okay, I, oh, I'm i in a meal rut right now. I always like to talk about, like, meals. And mm. right now I'm in that place where it's like, I feel like I make the same things over and over again. I mean, with kids, sometimes you do because you do what they what will they eat. eat. Yeah. But what, do you have some go-to, like, a family favorite that's something that, people like in your house that maybe can inspire me <laughs> <laughs> i am the worst cook and i thought about i lying doubt that no i am are well, you i'm a lazy cook maybe. okay is your husband the cook um he 
is way more knowledgeable than I am. Okay. But he doesn't like to. Okay. So, <laughs> so how do you guys eat? <laughs> how does this so work? We starve. No. Um, we make a lot of spaghetti. Yeah, we do a lot of spaghetti too. Pizzas. Yeah. And my kids really like peanut butter on toast. Yeah. My favorite thing to do is to roast veggies. Okay. Because it's so easy. Yeah. And healthy. So I'll like you know, chop up some uh, Brussels sprouts, put them in the oven for 40 minutes, Yeah. let them get all nice, and yeah. then put them in their spaghetti. Hey. <laughs> like, things like that. Yeah. And it, it's awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you gotta sneak it in somewhere, right? That's right. Honestly. Yeah. Are you like, are you an Instapot person? I just got one for Christmas. Oh, and me I'm too. very excited about it. Okay, so did you have like this weird excitement about it where you were overwhelmed, where you're like, I felt like I was... How do I even begin? Well, yeah, I watched like six videos because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to like, I was heard all the horror stories about like these pressure yeah. cookers. Yes. And so like, I, my sisters all have them and my mom has one, but I have never had one. Yeah. And so here I am like watching all these videos because I'm terrified I'm going to screw the thing up the first time I use it. I know. It is a little terrifying. Well, and she's like, the first video is like, oh, you'll be so comfortable after watching this video. And I was like, I need to watch more videos. I still don't feel comfortable. <laughs> But how have you put, done anything interesting with your Instapot yet? We made veggies in it one day, and it was, we put them in for way too long. Okay. So they were it's like a learning mush. curve, right? Yeah. And we did one other thing with it. Oh, I think we made soup in it, and it was actually delicious. Yeah. And so easy. Yeah. I did frozen chicken breasts in mine the other day, like how right from go? frozen. Actually really good. Really? Yeah. I need to try it. I did, and I did frozen ground beef for a spaghetti sauce like whole frozen like it yeah. was not like oh it's sort of ready no yeah, it was crazy. frozen and that worked really well and then today I did hard-boiled eggs Ooh. like because I'm like so quick my sister's like have you done eggs in there yet and I'm like no what do you mean so like I put eggs in there and seriously it was like four minutes and they went into an ice bath after and they peeled like nobody's business I have seen this so all easy. over Facebook that this is like the best trick. Yeah. But I'm scared to try it. <laughs> it was so easy. So That's good. Awesome. I don't know. I need to like look into this more and find more, but there's so Me much. Too. There's yeah. so many recipes and so many things. I need to like get like a really basic person's guide. Like I need to right. get a book that's like this is like the dumb to pot for dummies. Yes. I'm sure it's a thing. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I need that. <laughs> I found a recipe thing that was like um, it was some sort of blog, but it was 17 meals, and it gave you all of the shopping that you needed. Okay. Like shopping lists for all these meals. Yeah. And then you take three hours, and you prepare them all, put them in their bags, stick them in your freezer. Yes. And then, excuse me, and then you can just make your 17 yeah. meals whenever you need through the month. I'm like, that's what I need to do. I just need to take See, a it's a great idea. Uh, right? It's one of those things, like, what mom has time to do this, though? That's, like, I did so many of those things when I was pregnant with my first kid. Yeah. So, my freezer was so stocked. And then I got to kid number four. Ugh. And then when I was prepping, I was like, you know what? I paid somebody to make me freezer meals. That's the way to do it. I was, there like, picked go. them all. I was like, oh, here's $200. And they Thank made me you. all these meals. Yeah. And I put them in the freezer. Like, I didn't have time for all that. No kidding. No. That's fair. Um... Do you have any mom survival tips that you've kind of laid out for your life over the last while? <laughs> um, when I eat chocolate, I put it in a mug so they think it's coffee. Oh my goodness! <laughs> That's clever! That my number one tip for That's all That's fantastic! Yeah, it keeps mm. them away. I, good times. That's good. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> you just oh gotta God. make sure they don't see it. Yeah. Um, other survival tips. I have just started going to the gym and I'm going before the kids wake up. Yes. How how is that for you getting going before? Like how do you find getting yourself I'm out? Loving it. Yeah. Yeah, because it A, it gets me out of the house. Yes. Which like we talked about yeah. does not always happen. And it's just time for me that is uninterrupted and it makes me feel better and it makes me feel good. You probably feel awesome when you come home. Yeah, and then I feel like I'm ready to face the day. Yeah. Even if I just get up before them, and like, even before I start going to the yes. gym, getting up before my kids get up and having yeah. an hour for myself yeah. is so necessary mm -hmm. for me and my mental state. Yeah. Because otherwise, if my 
if Zoe runs into my room and wakes me up, I'm immediately annoyed. <laughs> like, I just wake up in a bad mood because I'm yeah. like, oh, I should have, yeah. you know what I mean? So getting up before the kids is yeah. a must. Good for you. And what gym are you going to? Planet Fitness. Is it good? Like, what what's the atmosphere like? It is amazing. Their whole thing is a no judgment zone, right, no critics, right. and I am all about that. Yeah. So everyone I see there, probably 60 or 70% of the people are like above the age of 60, just getting their steps in, Yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. And then like no one there is shirtless and grunting and <laughs> muscle man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not that kind of gym. And on the first Monday of every month, they give out free bagels. And on the second Tuesday of every month, they give month, out bagels they give at out the free gym? pizza. Oh, hey. It's like this my is... dream come true in the gym. <laughs> Yeah, but they also have this 30-minute circuit, okay. which I'm super into because it works your entire body through the circuit as well yeah. as cardio. Okay. So if you need, like, that quick workout, yeah. you can still feel really good that you got something done. But yeah. It's, yeah, it's its own little section of the gym. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling everyone about it. So, Go to Flat Fitness. So far, a good experience. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so that's two. Do you got anything else for us? Oh, um pray every day all day <laughs> that's my third yeah. survival tip there you go yeah yeah okay so do you have a hiding place in your house for a mommy timeout when you need one i actually just posted this on facebook a few days ago i often sit on your floor on my floor yeah. in the kitchen we have a very very tiny island okay and so if my girls are at the table or in the living room, they can't see me if I sit behind that little <laughs> tiny island in between my stove and my fridge. Yep. That is where I hide. So you can just like take some breaths and yeah. just sit or cry or whatever you need to do down there. Yeah, or eat my coffee chocolate yep. <laughs> in my mug. Yeah, whatever needs to happen. Eat the coffee, chocolate, hide out, and pray. Yes, so, <laughs> that's my day. There we go. <laughs> so on that note, so we need to hide our chocolate, we need to pray, and we need to... What was the other one we had? Oh yeah, time for ourselves. So getting up and having time for yourself. So thank you very much for sharing and opening up and sharing your stories with us. Thank you for inviting me to do this. I really, really appreciate that. And I will post links to her pages because you need to follow her stories. <laughs> she posts some really interesting things and her family's awesome. So make sure you give her a follow and tune in on Tuesday for a Tuesday timeout. This has been Finding Joy in Your Circus with your host, Sabrina Irvin. Don't forget to tune in on Tuesday for our weekly timeout segment. I will be chatting next week about why you shouldn't assume that he knows exactly what you need and the importance of intentional communication with your partner. Don't forget, if you like what you hear on the podcast, sharing is caring. Share our podcast with moms. Everyone needs a tribe and everyone needs to normalize their chaos. Now go find some joy in your circus.